Welcome to The Untrue Show, episode five. Hey guys, I am sitting here in the rain recording a podcast and excited to talk with you guys again. I'm having so much fun podcasting. I can't believe I'm on episode five and I have a lot more great fun stuff planned for the episodes ahead. But let's get started with this one. So on to the trending topics for right now. Uh, a big thing that I woke up this morning and saw was uh, Chance the Rapper's SNL performances last night. I am a big fan of Chance the Rapper. I think he's really cool. He has a whole cool approach to how he does things. And I really enjoyed um, one of the songs he sang last night. Uh, and I also enjoyed his Run DMC skit with Keenan and also one of the actual members of Run DMC. I can't run DMC. I can't remember their name right now. It wasn't Rev Run. I know Rev Run. So it was the other one because there's, I know one died. So it was the other one that's alive. I can't remember his name, but it was so funny. And it was basically about um, this being the last Christmas under President Obama and um, like what's going to happen next year and how he had to celebrate this year. And uh, Rev Run was actually in it. I guess I missed Rev Run. And then DMC was in it too. That's the other member that's, that's alive. Um, yeah, I pretty much laughed the whole way through it. And then Leslie Jones busts out in the middle with a very salt and pepper influence rap. That was hilarious. I think Leslie Jones is so funny and I love whenever I get to see her just be herself and, um, show her craft. I mean, I think it's an amazing thing when you can live and do what you love and everyone knows that you love it because every time I see her I'm like she loves this this is this is who she is this is what she likes to do and I'm here for it and I love it too so check that out if you haven't seen it I saw the clips online um another thing that's trending right now would have to be holiday songs I have been loving my holiday playlist I have one on Spotify and then I have uh, um, Amazon Echo and I love my Amazon Echo, so um, it plays me different holiday playlists. Um, one of my favorites is the holiday pop and R&B one. And I'll have to share my Spotify playlist with you guys on the blog, but it has classics from Destiny's Child, B2K, Stevie Wonder. I mean, all the hits from back in the day up until present um, and all my favorite versions of holiday songs. And of course, the ultimate holiday classic, All I Want for Christmas is You, Hey Santa, which I remember singing in chorus, so I love it now. Um, yeah, definitely some of my favorites. I will share that with you guys so you can enjoy it too. Uh, another thing that is trending is I saw on Instagram yesterday that I guess Black China got hacked. Um, though it seems very timely that she got hacked because, uh, their baby birthing special is about to come out. And also they, their show Robin China got renewed for a second season. So it seems like a very timely hack to put out all these text messages and not text messages. Well, it looked like just regular. Yeah. It looked like text messages and maybe direct messages, on either Instagram or Twitter around her plans to, you know, marry Rob and trademark the Angela Kardashian name. And I know there's been some news articles that have come out to say that the uh, lawyer for the Kardashian sisters doesn't want her to trademark Angela Kardashian, which would be her new 
married name after she uh, marries Rob. Um, which is interesting because the text messages didn't really show much of anything. They just showed conversations back and forth about like her wedding date and her plan to trademark the name and all that stuff. So it wasn't really incriminating stuff, but then there are like Snapchat videos of Rob touring his house and looking in the bedrooms because black China left. Yeah. So I feel like this was a very orchestrated publicity stunt to drive conversation and news around their special coming out so that's all all of the energy that I'd like to give that trending topic and we can move on to something else um what else has been trending let's see so I'm pretty sure you guys saw that Kanye met with Donald Trump uh that was interesting um and he said that it was about violence in Chicago so if that's what it was really about then I think that's great um and I hope that the meeting will help solve something so we'll leave that at that um I also saw that times person of the year was LeBron James I know I talked about him last week um about the record that he shattered but I actually saw the cover of a magazine where he was crowned the time magazine person of the year correction he was crowned sports illustrated person of the year Next on trending, a happy birthday goes out to The Simpsons. I'm not sure if you guys watch the cartoon, but I do. They actually celebrated the 27th birthday this weekend. And I have to admit that I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. I really used to get down with every Sunday night watching every episode of The Simpsons. Lately, I catch it on Hulu. And I really wish that's a that's a message to Hulu. Hulu, get every season, every episode of The Simpsons, because I still remember some classics back in the day that were my favorite. One of my most favorite episodes is the one where um, the telltale heart where Lisa kind of meets her match and they make the project and they they modify her project that's a telltale heart and put like a fake heart in there and yeah that's one of my favorites and then there's one where Morehouse Bart sells Morehouse his soul and I remember that one distinctly too a couple Treehouse of Horror episodes remember when who they they had that big mystery around like who shot Mr. Burns um the one where what's the bully's name the bully falls in love with Lisa and they, you know, become boyfriend and girlfriend. I remember that one. Then I remember the future forward episodes. So yeah, I just, I'm a Simpsons fan. I'm excited that it's 27. I don't watch it as closely as I used to watch it, but I'm still, I'm still into the show. I'm excited that it's been around this long to be around 27 years. That's, that's wild in this day and age with a short attention span. So I think it's great that it's still here. And I am still enthusiastic about it. And I guess a lot of other people are too, because people are still watching it for the last 27 years, right? Okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen this viral video, but there's a clip of CeeLo Green in a studio talking on the phone and then his cell phone explodes. So there's this hashtag on Twitter around um, explodes like CeeLo Green <laughs> talking about how um, his phone exploded and things that are explosive like his cell phone. So that's been pretty funny to look at. Um, I don't think he was injured. He made a video talking about how he wasn't injured, how that was a clip of something special he was recording um yeah so I don't think that he was yeah I don't think he was injured which is great so that means we can laugh about it so I, I definitely laughed after I watched a little black and white clip of it exploding after I found out he was okay 
So anyway, I think that I've covered a lot of trending topics. I feel like there's so many, so much stuff happening right now, but I'm going to leave it at that and kind of get to the main topic that I wanted to talk about today, which is resolutions. And as the new year approaches, just kind of talking through like what went really well this year and then like areas where I totally bombed and I'm sure everybody has areas where they totally bombed and didn't do very well. So hopefully you guys can get a little bit of insight around um, what you did well and didn't do well so well in 2016 and how to improve in 2017 and beyond because that's what life is all about, getting better and evaluating the experiences we've already had and learning how to grow from them and become the best version of ourselves that we can be. So let's get started. All right. Earlier this year, I had the pleasure and great opportunity to be a part of a group of people that got an advanced copy of a book called Living Forward. And it the book is by Michael Hyatt. And um, he had a co-author. The co-author's name is Daniel Harkavy. So this book is just gives it gave me a baseline for how to outline essentially my whole life and what I want to do and kind of plan backwards but forwards at the same time and one of the things that really stood out to me about that book was the drift and the drift is something that pulls us off the right course in life um and I was just coming out of the drift at the beginning of this year. So I was I was stuck in that that mode or that area where I was I was working, but I wasn't getting anywhere. And that's kind of what the drift is. It's like you're doing things in areas of your life, but some of them are stalled. And I kind of got into the habit of ignoring those areas. So for instance, uh, last year at this time, I was hunting for a job. But the method that I was going about it was not effective. And instead of changing the method, I kept doing what I was doing and thinking that it was going to work, but it wasn't working. So that was a drift point for me. I was drifting by going to work for eight hours, coming home from work, applying for jobs for two or three. I wasn't passionate about self-care and I'm a big self-care advocate so I had neglected my self-care in terms of getting my workouts in sometimes I wasn't eating dinner because I was so stressed sometimes I wasn't eating lunch because I was so stressed I would just not be hungry like I normally was and those things impact me far longer than me not having a job for instance like I'm still struggling with re getting back into a routine with my diet and my eating because I kind of fell off in that period so I think that drift, though we don't stay in it long, it has long-term impacts and consequences, like those consequences I'm dealing with now. So I I always kind of associate it with that song. I don't know if you guys have heard it called, um, it's, it's called Waves, and it's about drifting away. So that's kind of what I felt at that point, and it's by Mr. Probs, if you want to listen to it. So it's Waves Drifting Away. But the whole song, he's just saying, like, drifting away drifting away wave after wave and that's what I was doing drifting and not conquering the wave so I wasn't surfing them or getting back to the shore I was just kind of drifting in the water and you know there's consequences for waiting in the water for a long time but anyway I used that book and the time that I spent with that book to kind of plan out what I really wanted to see happen for myself over the next 
course of five years. And particularly, I was focused on very short-term goals and short-term achievements just because I I had to I had to do some things right in that moment or right in the next couple months that would be really impactful for me long term and I did do those things but where I I looked over the last year I kind of noticed okay here are the things that I really really did well that I really really accomplished and those things would be just professional growth so I got a new job I inter- successfully managed the interview process with several jobs and I, I managed to stay in control of my stress levels because it's very stressful to be in the interview process. And I feel like that's a whole that's a whole message that I can share with you guys in future podcasts if you'd like to hear it. But there's a whole process for successfully navigating the job interview and I had to get that process down and get out of the drift. And I'm glad that I did. But I had to also recognize the fact that I'm doing this. I'm, I'm taking this approach. I'm using these methods. But those methods don't work. And have a check yourself before you wreck yourself moment, which I'm always telling myself about those. Like, there's sometimes where you have to kind of look in the mirror and say, I'm messing up right now. How can I get back on course? And that's what I had to do for myself. So the area, like I said, I feel most proud of and like I had the most achievement in this year would be professional growth and development. And in underneath that umbrella would be self-discovery because a lot of the process that I was not doing so well in when I was interviewing and all that stuff was really having self-discovery and heart-to-heart talks with myself. Like I would be on a phone interview and realize this isn't the right job for me. This isn't the right fit. Or for three or four weeks, I got several calls about job opportunities and they tell me about the job and it sounds so great. And then they throw out this salary and they say, this is all we can work with. Can you go for it? And it took knowing myself and trusting that there was something better out there for me to say no every time. So I said no to at least five phone interviews where they romanced me with this amazing job and romanced me with all these fun things I get to do. And then throughout this salary, like I'd be okay with it. And I had to just say no and walk away with the faith and the courage that there was something better out there for me that would pay me what I felt like I was worth. And like I said about self-discovery, I think there's some people out there who kind of have this belief like I'm worth a million dollars. Well, you also have to have a realistic expectation of your worth point. Like maybe you can be worth a million dollars in 10 years, but right now you're worth X, 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 X. So just knowing, having a realistic scope of who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and what direction you want to go in is so valuable and it's like the concrete base level of this whole process of professional development and really development and growth in any area of our life if we can't be honest with ourselves then who can you be honest with you're essentially just a liar to everybody because yourself is the first person you have to tell the truth to like I know that there's just so many lies out there that we tell ourselves and that's essential to getting out of that drift area is just kind of acknowledging like, okay, I'm doing this all wrong. My intentions are good, but I'm going about it. My methods are messed up. So how can I improve my methods to make everything better for myself? So like I said, that that book was really essential to me 
essential to me, like confronting some things that I had neglected and really changing my strategies to get the results that I want to get. And that's the most important thing about resolutions and goals is sometimes we have this aspiration, like we might say, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds. Well, you kind of have to have a written down vision of how that plays out. And for me, until I sat down to really draw out that scope of vision around what I wanted to do and be professionally, I didn't, I didn't make a move. I, and I'm a pretty religious person. So I said, God was, God kept me in that place until I learned my lesson. It's almost like Groundhog Day. I kept waking up to the same experience, waking up to the same thing until I learned, okay, it's not everything around me. It's me. And this is what has to change about me. And this is why God has me stuck here. And he's not going to take me to the next level until I improve this, this, and this. And for me, it was until I improve knowing my worth, not settling for less, and pushing the limits, not taking no for an answer. So when I was getting offers and opportunities that I felt like weren't a good fit or people were telling me no I had to let that go because for me sometimes you hear no um professionally and it's like oh I'm crushed this is the end of the world I'm just never going to get to the next level I had to really truly believe there's a lot of money out there in this world to be made and if you're not going to pay me someone else will I had started telling myself that like there's a lot of money out there to be made if this job's not going to pay me what I'm worth someone else will and then they'll appreciate me too So I had to just adopt this attitude of there's there's something better out there and my future days are better than my present and past ones. So if if I'm going through this experience now, then I know that there's something greater that I'm working towards. And I had to just really believe that. So that's an area where I had a resolution and I felt like I really really you know grew and I really accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in that respect but then as I look back on the scope of the year I kind of look at areas where I totally bombed and I didn't do very well and um, the two areas for me would have to be um, I kind of feel like this is embarrassing to admit but I did I wasn't as strategic about my saving as I would have liked to have been and I didn't have a plan so I have to say I failed to plan and I I planned to fail and I failed in that area. And another area would be um, dating. I think that I, and and like I said, this one's hard to admit. I just, I dated, but I should have been a little bit more strategic about it. I should have been more strategic around like who I was giving my time to because our time is very valuable. And I should have been more strategic around Um, not even just dating, but in relationships as a whole, just meeting new people, not dating relationships, but just like going out to new things. Um, I used to do a lot of networking and it was so valuable to my career because I met so many people and I made so many connections professionally and personally. And I miss that. And I didn't do as much of that this year as I have in previous years. I just didn't get out there like I used to. It was hard. Um, And, you know, those are excuses and I don't like excuses, but those are what I felt and what I dealt with. And then after my knee injury, I didn't really want to go out in the summertime with my boot on. So that kept me in the house for a long time. But the good thing is I can do better at that in 2017. And I do plan to. And that's going to be a part of the things on my on my resolution list. So I usually write out 
the goals of, that I'd like to accomplish, which in this case would be to be more strategic financially. I did plan out my budget in Trello and I will go revisit that budget. I have an Excel sheet with all of my um, financial information, my income, my everything that's exiting my account every month. And I want to be looking at that. And I get text alerts from my bank every time something happens, text alerts from all of my different credit cards every time something happens. So just stay on top of those messages and be better at that than I was this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to make a list of that. Maybe I'll have a whole podcast about, you know, getting your finances in order because I need it. And I'm sure a lot of you guys need it. And I do have some resources that I use and friends that I go to for support and how I can pursue and be better at them in 2017 and beyond just because we have to spend money shoot I feel like every day has a cost like you have to pay for where you live you have to pay for your car you have to pay for gas you have to pay for the clothes you wear the food you eat so every day is a cost but if my day cost $25 now to just live I need to get that cost into a managing managing point like if it's $20 maybe get it down to like $15 and really stay on top of um, my meal planning and my exercise and my self-care because that's part of your budget too and make sure I'm getting the most out of those that I can get out of them and putting into them as well and then like I said um, dating was a big thing for me this year and I went on a lot of dates and um, it was definitely interesting but the one thing I learned is that I have to be very strategic about my time and energy because they both have costs that impact other areas of my life. Like if I'm going on a date <clears throat> with someone that I haven't really gotten to know up front, I've kind of essentially set myself up to waste time just because I I will get on the date and then I'm like, oh, this wasn't the person I thought it was. We could have resolved this and maybe one or two phone calls before we went out if I'm meeting someone on an app. So that's a whole different thing. But Regardless, there's a better approach to to it, and I just wasn't using a great approach. So sitting down and focusing on that. And then self-care. I um, set a goal for this year to just make sure that I got my hair done at least once or twice a month as my budget allowed. And I was able to go every month at least once for sure, um, sometimes twice. And then I think one month I went three times. So I did stick to that, but I just also want to just stay on top of, okay, what helps me relax? I like my manicures, my pedicures, and my massages and facials. Can I get them every week? Absolutely not. Can I get them every other month? Possibly, if my budget allows, I can look at that and maybe make it work. Um, but with the plan, it's easier to see what you can do without one. I'm just going paycheck to paycheck sometimes, and that sucks. So I don't want to be that person. And um I want to have my plan together to know when I can go for my spa days and my pedicure manicure days and all those things and not feel stretched to the limit. But anyway, those are two kind of pain points of mine uh, for the last year or three since I touched on self-care finances and then dating and just overall relationships. Um, Yeah. So I'd love to find out more about, you know, everyone else's goals and visions for this year. I feel like there's so many things I'd like to do in 2017. And I want to take some time to really just write them out and focus on how I'm going to get them accomplished. Because the how is the hardest part. The The desire is not hard. Like the desire to want to do things is easy. You ha- like Everyone has desires and everyone has things they say they're going to do and 
dreams, but the how to get to the end of the the end of the race or the end of the marathon is the hardest part. Like we can say we want to do it, but doing it is the challenging part. And I'm really thankful that I started this podcast. It's something that I thought about doing only recently, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to jump out there and do it. I, I, I love podcasts and I wanted to do this and I'm glad that I'm doing it. And I want to have more projects that I just, take a leap and get into and and get started without second guessing myself or without saying like, why do I want to do that? Or, um, doubting that my ability to get it done because the, there's, I can get it done, but I just need the push to get started. Getting started is hard sometimes. So I'm glad that I have this podcast. I'm glad that you're listening. And I hope that everything that I said today helps you think about your resolutions and what your year looks like. And as I make these goals smart, which is specific, measurable, assignable, realistic, and time related, I want to share more about the journey to getting them achieved with you as well. So as I kind of plot out how I'm going to be a better dater and how I'm going to be a better manager of money, I definitely would love to share more about those journeys along the way with you guys and how I'm going to get them done. And all of my other resolutions too, because there's other areas that I, I'd love to improve in. Like I want to get more books read. I feel like I purchased a lot of books this year um, and I read a good amount, but I'd love to read more and have a specific time around when I read them and um, maybe a specific number of books, like two books a month, um, something like that. And I'll think it through further and I'll just... I'm going to have a brainstorm session with me and my journal and kind of plot all this stuff out or maybe me and Evernote. They're both one and the same sometimes. But yeah, so I'm going to have a brainstorm session just kind of plot out, okay, what what would I love to do for 2017? What fits into the vision of everything that I like to do and into my life plan? I'll revisit that for sure. Um, and I have it written out somewhere. So I'll actually I have a whole journal of my life plan in it. So look at that life plan again. And really think about where I would like to go for 2017 and incorporate the goals that I've talked about or the resolutions I've talked about throughout this podcast as well. So I'm excited for the new year. I hope that you guys are too. And I would love if you shared your resolutions with me and maybe we can help each other and provide support along the way. You can tweet me at the great Dana J on Twitter. Uh, or email me at thegreatdanaj at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon and happy holidays. Bye.